Hello, and welcome back to the Orology Podcast, where we talk about all things aura and everything that affects it. Today, we have an awesome guest. Lindsay Lacrage of Wellovation Co. is a woman of many tools in her powerful toolkit. Her services range from hypnotherapy to nutrition to epigenetics and kundalini yoga. Like, yo, this is going to be a good episode. <laughs> You're definitely going to want to stick around for this. And it is packed. Today we are packed with some wonderful practical tips from a dedicated energy coach and educator. So once again, I'm Lysandra Vasquez, the owner of Warology, which is a pop-up-based aura, photo, and video studio that focuses on providing our community with empowering and accurate information with the hopes that each person will leave with a better understanding of their aura and how it relates to the world. And without further ado, here's Lindsay. Okay, hi. So I have Lindsay LaCrage, right? Yeah. Ugh. You nailed it. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Here with me. And I would like for you to introduce yourself and let us know exactly what you do, your elevator pitch. Amazing. Well, I'm a teacher and I teach a lot of different things, but I teach essentially people how to be their best selves. And I use a lot of different modalities by which to get them to that point. But it's my very favorite thing in the world to teach people that they can really find a new level of excellence within themselves yeah. and that they're a lot more capable than they may feel. Yeah. Well, that's actually a really beautiful way to say that. <laughs> um, and so this is actually going to be the second time that you've had your aura done with me. Uh, yeah. But I wanted to ask you, since you're a practitioner um, of energy, what is your definition of the aura? So I would There's say, no writer. It's not a trick question. <laughs> well, you know, it, it is such a, a dense topic, I think, because mm -hmm. there's so many things that your aura really holds, and it, it just holds the keys to a lot of things, I believe. Yeah. And so I would say, in a nutshell, it's really your presence. You know, mm -hmm. to me, the aura is the way that you walk in a room and the, the mm -hmm. feeling that people get when they've been in your presence. Yeah. But I also, I usually describe it as kind of like a... A satellite dish. Yeah, okay? so that's like, a good way to say it. Yeah. It's almost like if you if you know how to really work it, <laughs> then it's gonna really determine the frequency of like any sort of channels that you can pick up and yeah. any sort of like downloads that you can get and anything that you want to bring into you. You know, yeah. if you remember from, I'm a child of the 80s, but, you know, back in the day, it was like you wanted to have the biggest satellite dish so that yeah. you could get all the channels. <laughs> yeah, you got to so. get all the channels. That's your aura. <laughs> that's, your, that's your aura. That's basically, you know, in a nutshell, that's the, the easiest way I can think of to put a visual on it. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And so um, the way that Lindsay and I met is we met through the Internet. <laughs> which is how a lot of like a lot of friendships are made nowadays, which is great. Um, We're Facebook and, friends first and yeah, foremost. I mean, I mean, or maybe Instagram. I don't know. Or maybe Instagram. Maybe, maybe Instagram. That's yeah. even. Uh, is that deeper? That's deeper. Um, <laughs> we'll go with that. But we um, we did a or a photo, an animation of her this last summer at a FabFitFun event. And I'm going to post both of them so then you can see the difference. And I just did her aura right now before we started recording. And I haven't done the reading for her, so I want to go ahead and do that now. So if you're 
if you have the photo handy uh, on your phone or anything like that, you can look at it. But the photo that I took of her has, and if you have listened to the previous episode, do you know the anatomy of the aura? So this is going to be a re- repetition. But the right side of the body, left side of the um, left side of the photo is the masculine side, and the recent past. The top of the photo is the present moment, and the um, left side of the body is the um, receptive future feminine side so what you have going on here Lindsay um so you have this like red or like this red orangey gold um wow in your recent past that's your grounding that's your hustle that's your workout that that's that's like basically you've been working and grinding uh, yeah. I've been out here grinding <laughs> in these streets in the past six months you like in, in these, these streets, streets. <laughs> yes that's the passion that's the uh, ambition that's the uh, profession I show up all red so that's like what I got going on all around me all the time but that's in your mm-hmm. recent past and you have the fact that you have a little bit of gold around that that means that you're also that all that work wasn't for nothing that was it was for an up leveling for the yeah. for it to magnetize the thing and that's why you have all this beautiful green all around you because uh i i i green is my favorite color and i'm not supposed to pick a favorite but green is actually my favorite because it's so dynamic because okay. green is the uh green is of the earth it's um it's nurturing it's uh it's um it's growth, prosperity. Mm. It's uh, it's mm-hmm. so many things, and it, it's also unconditional love. So it's mm-hmm. it, it's coming from an open-hearted space. Your growth mm. is coming from a place of already having. So that's mm-hmm. the energy that you're sending out there, and with a little bit of that yellow in your future, that's even uh, calling in joy, calling in. Um, uh, intentional growth too because uh yellows of the intellect so that's you being like really direct about what you're doing and then you have some oranges that are popping up on your face and that's going to be your when the first impression when people see you you do have the conf- like you do have confidence and emotional balance and that's when people see you i, I like to call that like the identity mm-hmm. uh confidence not mm-hmm. necessarily like i'm a cut like cocky peacocking out here but it's yeah. like you just knowing who you are so people yeah. when they see you they they feel like you you just know who who you are mm-hmm. and then you do have some turquoises that are popping up at your chest and that's the teacher energy which mm-hmm. lol that's super on brand and when you see your <laughs> when you see your animation too you're gonna see all of that um pop up all over too and the one mm-hmm. that you had from before um in the, over over the summer has a lot of that golden energy with some white around it so you had gold in your in your past and your future so that's that's a really cool balance that you are really willing to up level and receive and like Mm -hmm. then you have like the blue loyalty wisdom empathy energy in your present moment that was like you stepping allowing yourself to really step into your wisdom Mm -hmm. but but calling in major up levelings so my question to you (laughs) after like this information having this shift from like basically like do you feel like this is kind of accurate to where you were Six oh months God. ago, where you were like yeah. calling in, like stepping into your wisdom and then calling in major stuff. Could not be more spot on. Yeah. Honestly, it's been a really major six months for me. And I think really right around the time when we did the first photo, I had really just, really had just started to step into a new direction yeah. in my business and really using some new tools and, and really just getting a better understanding of what 
the hell I was doing, to tell you the truth. And like really just seeing all of the pieces really starting to like lock into place. And um, yeah, it's been a wild six months. I have been grinding (laughs) in the best sense of the word. I've been grinding. And so with so much, um, you know, clarity and I think security Mm -hmm. that wasn't necessarily there before. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's everything that you really pointed out, everything that's really showing up today is absolutely what I've been focused on. And the growth. Yeah. It's really beautiful because you're coming. Um, it's I, I'm always – people ask me if this is accurate or if the aura changes, and I'm mm. like, it, it just takes cases like this where mm. I can talk to people and see their changes in their aura over time uh-huh. and seeing where they are to really prove, like, that the the technology and that the, that the person is actually changing. It's consistent with their, mm. with their growth, and it's really, really awesome to see. Yeah. So <coughs> – we'll cut that out. Um, <laughs> So since your your work, because um, when 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 we met, you weren't you were studying, or were you were you coming into the epigenetics? I was studying, and I was barely kind of getting my feet on the ground with that, and uh, I really didn't even know how perfect it was for me at the time. Yeah, I mean, I did, but I didn't. I didn't really fully understand the depth of it. Yeah, to tell of you course. the truth, and so. It's been the most life-changing development that I never saw coming. So for people that don't know what epigenetics is, can you break it down like to like yeah. my to like my grandma? Totally. I'm going to be real with you. It's the nerdiest thing I could have ever I would have never imagined myself doing. Yeah. But basically, it's this whole field of study that really proves and supports that your lifestyle literally changes your genetic expression. And Mm. so you can control really the way that your body is going to perform for you based on what you're putting into it and and all that that entails, not just the things that you're putting in like food and drink, but also the energy that you're putting into it and and the way that you're taking care of yourself and all that that entails all the way around. It truly does have a scientific impact on the way that your body feels. And so you're going to feel that from your organs, you're going to feel that in your mind, Mm -hmm. you're going to feel it and see it in the mirror. And it is just the coolest thing, I think, to really combine a lot of science and really prove all of these things that many of us yogis have believed in for a very long time. Uh, And it's, it's just really the coolest thing to support some of these ancient technologies and even like energy healing modalities and things like that. Yeah. And then having the actual... I mean, the you have the data yeah. to to like stand behind. I think maybe that's why I love mm-hmm. or photography so much is because mm-hmm. you have you you feel these things, but to have mm-hmm. the actual like it's tangible like, proof. You're like, yeah. I got this. Yes. Like, and then you it's validating. Yes. Because um, Lindsay and I did uh, we did my epigenetics report, and I felt when we were going through my results that a lot of the things were extremely validating mm-hmm. for me. That I've kind of like, oh, okay, no, yeah, I have, I do have like a tendency to do X, Y, or Z. Yeah. So it's a really, it's, I mean, it's way, it's way in depth. Um, yeah. So with, and. This is the new the new year, and so with the new year, people are 
uh, making resolutions and they're trying to make shifts here and there. Um, and food has a lot to do with like the new year, new me. It does. Uh, so, but what, and I know that like your process is pretty whole, like holistic in the sense that you've, you, once you have like all this information with epigenetics, but you also help people with nutrition. Yeah, I do. So, uh, so what would you say to somebody as like one thing mm-hmm. that they could do um, to really shift their aura or shift their energy in a positive way? Yeah. Without being like, oh, I'm going to quit doing this tomorrow because it's too hard. Totally. Yeah. Well, you know, I think so many people focus on taking things away from themselves Mm -hmm. and, you know, shaming themselves about what they've been doing wrong or the things that they're going to (laughs) stop. But, you know, and and that's where a lot of times we run into like some really deep rooted patterns that that's a whole other conversation in itself. But, you know, if you really want to focus on feeling better, and whatever that means to you, you can focus on just adding in things that are going to make you feel better. Okay, so awesome. without like stopping everything that you're doing, you know, maybe add something green into your diet or maybe like, like so if I'm eating, another... <laughs> yeah, if I'm eating a chocolate cake a night, one whole chocolate yeah. cake, like maybe, maybe add a salad. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, perhaps throw a little glass of water in your belly from time to time. And, okay. Like, perfect. You know, get a little 30 minutes extra sleep or whatever. Yeah. It doesn't have to be anything groundbreaking. And in fact... That's really one thing that I love so much about um, having the the work that I do with the genetics is that most people don't need to really be on these crazy Mm -hmm. diet plans and like don't need to be counting calories or like, you know, whatever that looks like. There's so many different approaches and like not knocking it, you know, like if it makes you feel good, then you do you. But I think from my experience, most people really are doing more than they need to do. Yeah. Because they have this this idea in their mind that like to really to eat well or to be healthy, it has to be this rigid thing and they have mm-hmm. to follow all these rules and you know Well and, th- and then they I mean, you give up after yeah. a while and then it just bounces back to what it was. Yeah. Um because it's yeah. not sustainable. Not for not not for everyone, obviously, but for mm-hmm. for some people, they find that to be the case, totally. especially with food and diet and and exercise. So you're um, so a part that I know that she's a multi, she's a very dynamic human. So she, uh, epigenetics, <laughs> and we've got the nutrition coaching, and then you also do hypnotherapy, uh, yes. and all that stuff. So, um. Can you go through that? What that yeah. looks like? Do you implement this with your uh, when you work with a client? Like, do you walk people through the hip uh, the hypnotherapy and mm-hmm. how does this work? It is really the coolest thing. So this is where we get into like some really magical little tools in my toolkit. Mm-hmm. So basically, I use these tools to help people to really get past where they're having you know a difficulty, whatever that mm-hmm. is. So whether they're perhaps struggling with a loose food addiction, which, you know, it's never really an addiction, but if they're really struggling with like finding a way Mm -hmm. to stop eating the whole chocolate cake, for example, yeah, or whatever the thing Mm -hmm. is that's making them feel guilty or making them feel like, you know, they just need a little help. 
we can actually go in and do some exercises that will actually help you to feel more balanced around anything that you're craving or any behavioral type things that are going on and showing up repetitively. Yeah. And that's just, I mean, you can really do it around any behavior. It doesn't have to be food related, Mm -hmm. but you know, that's something that I do practice a lot with people and it's actually quite fun. So doing some of these techniques, it feels like you're playing a video game or something like that. And it just makes you feel like radically better and more, more chill (laughs) and just really more in control of your behaviors and things like that. And so it's really just another way to work with the mind and start to give you back a little bit more control over whatever you want your day to day to look like. Absolutely. And do you feel like that success happens? Like how powerful do you feel like the difference is if you were to implement these techniques on your own versus when you work with someone like a coach or have a support system? That's a great question. You know, some of the techniques that I use are very specific and these are things where like you can break a bad habit, air quotes, Mm -hmm. that's been around for as long as you can remember in under a few minutes. Mm -hmm. Like it's really intensely powerful and quite liberating. So for example, a common one is if I have clients that are trying to give up sodas and they've had a Diet Coke situation. For a long time, yeah. <laughs> for a very long time. I mean, that's relatable. Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah. Uh, so whether it's Diet Coke or whatever your thing is, you can really kind of like do some fine tuning on stuff like that um, in in literally no time. So I would say the, the powerful thing is you can get a lot out of doing one session with someone who's professionally trained. There's other ways you can work with hypnosis, though, that are, mm. are a little bit more passive to really start doing some general rewiring of your beliefs and your behaviors so then you can also go into a lot of different areas about like how do you feel about yourself and like you know working with the self-image is truly one of my favorite things yeah to, to coach people on because it's just it's a beautiful thing to be able to guide someone through that process you feel like the do you see like the the clients that you've worked with how long of a period of time do you work with them I usually do about 90 days. Okay, 90 days. You can see a pretty big transformation in 90 days. Massive. Yeah. Massive. So really, you know, it depends on your commitment level. I have, Obviously. you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. for sure, you have to show up and do the work. But when you really put your, your focus on really changing yourself and allowing yourself the space to go through whatever you need to go through, look Especially at what you need to look Especially when it's the body and yeah. the, the, the aura, the energy, I'm sure they come out really different. You know, I I think it's just it yeah, is it is depending <laughs> on it is also yeah like you said it's depending on what you put into it yeah people ask me all the time how like how much how quickly does my aura change and I'm like well it depends on how fast you metabolize life yeah and what you're doing to yeah. to move things forward totally yeah I, my approach is kind of like this if I have someone that I'm working with for the 90 days then we do kind of like a boot camp style for the first half mm-hmm. so it's a little bit more intense as far as a kundalini practice and there's a, a little bit more nutritional guidance and things like that because you have to give yourself the experience of understanding how good you can feel when you are really focused mm-hmm. and it's not going to last forever you know, that's not realistic to focus that intently. It's not healthy. I mean, you you know, that's totally fine. But to have kind of like a benchmark, you really would be just, I don't know, what's the word I'm looking for here? You would be shocked at how much like radically different you can wake up feeling. Yeah. 
And so we go through kind of a phase where it's really, really focused. And then we go through an integration period of trying to figure out, you know, what's your long-term look like? What does this look like for you? How can you make it be fun? Do you work with people in groups or individually or both? I do both. You both? Okay. And there's something really special about doing a group energy yeah. uh, or having a group energy because it's just, you know that you're not going through it alone. Yeah. And everything that I work with with my clients, these are all things that I have done and done and done and done and really For sure. Refined. I mean, I, I like, feel like we're both like, we've been, we were group. I mean, I've done a lot of group work. Yeah, totally. Um, but, but with that being said... I can hide a little mm-hmm. with the group work. Mm-hmm. I can take my time and be like, they're not going to notice if I didn't participate in this, mm-hmm. in this. Like if I didn't show up for myself, I can hide a little bit in the group yeah. work more than I can when I'm working one-on-one. Yeah. Working one-on-one with someone is obviously more of a financial investment. Yeah. So there is that piece of the puzzle, but it's also accountability. Mm-hmm. I cannot hide. Like right. if I'm, if I'm like <laughs> invest, if I'm investing a lot of money in a in someone it's because I'm ready to make a transformation and if I hide I'm robbing I'm not I'm literally robbing myself totally Totally. I like like it's not like so yeah do you find that um um how do you work with someone who's hiding well I would say one of my self-sabotage because that's essentially what it is it is and that's definitely a big part of the program that we actually go through that's a Mm -hmm. that's an entire like chapter that we go through (laughs) is like identifying your self-sabotage and and learning why you're doing it like truly getting to the root of like why are you messing up like why are you getting in your own way why are you trying to blow it for yourself because there's some either fear or underlying belief there that once you like blast it wide open, those things can't have the same power over you. Yeah. So it, that's pretty amazing. But I would say one of my superpowers is being extremely intuitive. So if someone's even like thinking about hiding, I can kind of sense it. <laughs> um, but I've actually developed a couple of different tools in the past six months. Part of my grind has been figuring yeah. out how to really make this something that is just an epic transformational experience. And so I have a new tool that I'm going to be using, um, that I'm using this year that is actually an app that allows you to check in with your daily habits. Cool. So basically there's little small steps that, you know, we can implement that allow you to really just have kind of like, it's a buffer zone. So you're not having to like report in directly, (laughs) but I can also still log in and see like if people are checking in and, and keeping up with their practices and their habits yeah. or if they're maybe falling off the wagon a little bit. So it makes it easier for, um, for the, as far as the dynamic goes, you don't have to necessarily ask for help. You know? Yeah, you can just gauge and mm-hmm. see where the yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's pretty powerful. Uh, well, and you know, another part of my program is really heavily based on what do you do when you've fallen off the wagon because you're going to. And, yeah. you know, learning that like there really is no wagon, but anytime that you're going through like working through a program, it's like you have the training wheels on, you know, and like at some mm-hmm. point you have to start to take the training wheels off. And so that's definitely like worked into the program is like dealing with the reality of it and not expecting it to be perfect, but dealing with the days when you don't feel like doing anything, dealing with the days when it's gets really thick. Yeah. Yeah. So absolutely. Yeah. Um, so what, um, you are also a Kundalini Yogi. 
yoga kundalini yoga teacher and i know like i I always preach to people that how did like how do you change your aura like well (laughs) kundalini yoga is a really good way (laughs) you know and like yeah people don't really understand it because it's like the the word kundalini is like i don't know what that is and like like, people are just people are wearing white (laughs) and like it's weird and you're like i don't know what this all this is it seems like it's really intimidating and like maybe not for me um but Yeah. You know, I think that's, it's such a very common misconception. I don't want to say misconception actually, because you know, a a person's perception is their perception and I can absolutely see how it's intimidating, but it's also, yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, you, Mm -hmm. the reality of it is you really can't mess it up. And the, at least the way that I teach, um, I, I kind of work it into my, my tune in that we always give A's for effort. So it's something that the technology of it, it will meet you where you're at. And I, I really got deep into my practice when I was very sick and like would do Kundalini mm-hmm. on the couch as you know, that's, yeah. and it got me out of it. It got me, it, it really helped to heal my body, but it, it mentally got me out of that dark place that I was oh, really stuck yeah. in a million times over. But that's when I really was like, this is absolute magic. Um, but the other thing is one of my favorite parts about the kundalini practice i think one of the most impactful things is Mm -hmm. that it's basically jedi mind training okay so we're going to go into this posture we're going to do something ridiculous for a long time a long time and for longer than you want yeah absolutely (laughs) like real quick longer than you want and so very quickly you're going to find your point of mental resistance yeah and you're going to start to hear all the thoughts come up that say Dude, this is weird. Nah, this hurts. I don't, do I don't think I, I'm not sure what's happening. I, I, this is a bad idea. Especially when you're in a class, you're like, you're like, oh, I, I'm gonna look. I look around and I'm like, yeah. am I gonna stop? Yeah, I'm not gonna stop. I guess if she's not stopping, so totally. I guess I, I you guess can't I have be to the one going. that stops. You can't. <laughs> but then when you're at home, it's like you're totally stopping. Oh, you know? I'm stopping. So I think that that's my favorite part about working with Kundalini and really incorporating it into my coaching is that it builds mental resilience like none other. And it truly Mm -hmm. rewires you really fast because the more that you can press through, you know, my shoulder is going to fall off. (laughs) The more that you can say, you know what, we're fine. I'm just sitting here breathing. Yeah. Uh, was it? I was at one of the camps, and I think it was uh, my friend Isabel Barreto. So when she she was like, she's like, you know what? I was in holding a pose. She was like holding her arms, and she's like, what's my arm gonna do? Fall off? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. it's not. Totally. So I'm just gonna keep it there. Totally. And like it helped her get past the thing. Yeah. So it's just like, oh. And so now anytime I want to like put my arm down, I have think <laughs> I think of Isabel saying. It's not going to fall off. It's not going to fall off. It's not. But I mean, it yeah. feels like it. It feels like it is, but it's yeah. not. And, you know, you'll have some really colorful conversations with yourself real quick. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I used to run track. And so in high school, like whenever they would make me run the mile, I would have those conversations with myself and think about like it's your minds like our minds are amazing they are and really can be our best or worst friends yeah so with that with that being said in the vibration of 2020 what is going to be your what are what are you looking forward to with a new year it's i know it's it's just another day but it is a new decade it is a new uh a new year and so what energy are you trying to bring in 
to your to your aura and the collective aura of yeah. um, your your people around you. Well, I should say that I'm one of these like dorky people who loves New Year's <laughs> and like New Moon. I'm all over it. Really, any chance of like a, a hint of symbolism and a yeah. fresh start. I'm. Yeah. I was born on a New Moon, so like I'm a sucker for yeah. it. <laughs> and so I really, it's like the Olympics for me when it's New Year's. It's truly my favorite holiday. And a new decade. And a new decade is and, really like, oof, honey. You know, yes, we're going hard. So I always like to choose a word of the year. Okay. Okay. Have you done that? I have done it. <sighs> I have just decided in, you know, in the past couple days, really, I have just decided that my word for 2020 is victory. Ah, that's a good one. Dude. So as you know, I mean, it's a word that we use a lot in Kundalini and yeah, it's, it's a very special one and there's a lot of... Um, teaching behind it that Yogi Bhajan really, you know, said that you can use it like a meditation in itself. And yeah. so anytime that you need to really embody this, this feeling of whatever that is to you, whatever, whether you're going into a meeting or you're just g- getting through your day, yeah. you can just chant the word victory and, you know, you can write it on your forehead if you're, that doesn't really freak you out. But, <laughs> you know, it's it's something that I think is my mission of the year, and it's truly my mission for every client that I work with is yeah. to help them find their own victory, whatever that is, and just help them to feel the feeling of victory. What's the um? So there's a there's a there's a I guess is it would would it be a kriya um the one where you hold your you hold your tongue uh you hold your breath for thirty seconds or you put your tongue at the roof of your mouth and you chant mentally victory before you go into oh, a meeting. Yeah. There's that, oh, that yeah, one yeah. Guru Jagat teaches that yeah. one where it's like before you go in somewhere, you just like mm-hmm. take a big deep breath, um, a tip of the tongue at the roof of your mm-hmm. mouth and you can close your eyes and you hold your breath and you chant victory, victory, mm-hmm. victory, 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 victory yeah. as many times as you can until you exhale and you do that like three or like three mm-hmm. times or something mm-hmm. like that before you go into like a meeting or something yeah. like that. And it's supposed to just like, yes, put you in the vibration of victory before yeah. you do the thing. Amazing. It's a really powerful word. It's a really powerful mm-hmm. Like it's a powerful energy and yeah. I think it's really universal. Yeah. So that's my word. And awesome. How are you going to, how are you going to put like, how are you going to infuse that? What are, do you have any ways that you infuse that word into yeah. your, into your life? I have a lot of ways actually that I infuse it into my life. I probably shouldn't be saying this. Huh. Like I probably shouldn't give away all of my like passwords. No, I'm kidding. Huh. But, Lol. <laughs> you know, um, I do. It's something that I take really seriously. Yeah. When I, when I choose my word of the year, it's literally something that I, I interact with many times a day. Yeah. So like from my, my morning practice to pretty much any possible way, I go pretty you, hard on the word of the year. Yeah, that's awesome. So it feels really good. And I always say like keeping uh, whatever you're trying to call into your, like whatever you're trying to call into your aura, whatever you're trying to, to like bring into your life, keep um, evidence of that around mm-hmm. you. And yeah. that's maybe like how, what you do with the word victory yeah. is maybe keeping it even just like, in, like 
saying it is a one way Mm -hmm. having it written on a little note card on your desk is a thing having some art made with it but just living with that vibration of that of that word Mm -hmm. is just like it's infusing it into your aura it's infusing it and having it all around you so then that is all you see you always see victory and then the things that weren't victorious before maybe you can start to see a little bit of victory in it that's beautiful Absolutely. And I, you know, for me, I like to really get into the feeling of it. And it's a little, little dose of like quantum physics. But the last thing that I do with my meditation practice is literally breathe it in and sit in it. Yeah, and, that's wonderful. You know, yeah. some days it's harder than others. Yeah. Some days it's bigger than others. And that's okay. But you find whatever ounce of that word or that essence that you choose that you're mm-hmm. looking to cultivate, you you have to sit in it every day. And you can really, you should sit in it as often as you can throughout yeah. the day. So the visuals really mm-hmm. help for that. If it's a post-it or something special, whatever. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But, you know, let your body understand what victory feels like or whatever your word is that you're working with. Let your body feel it and let your mind know that it does already exist within you. Yeah. Let your mind know that it does exist around you. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's natural. And so then it grows. Yeah, I'm going to have to pick a word. I feel like I have a couple. <laughs> I know that I have a couple contenders, but that's a good practice. That's it's a, a good, little dorky, but you know, it's it not works. Dork, it's not dork, it, like, <laughs> it is. Well, I think we're both dorks, so whatever. Well, but like, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, I do think that having like that point of that focus mm-hmm. and that like, um, even, even though it could, that could seem like, oh, victory is not focused it is focused because it's the energy it's the vibration yeah it's a vibration that you're trying to attune yourself to and yeah. so like i actually do think that is super specific um because it yeah. doesn't have to show um and that's the the part of non-attachment because mm-hmm. it's not how is it going to show up i don't know that's not necessarily your business it's kind of yeah. the universe's business to bring to bring uh examples of victory yeah. to you totally um and you know i think it helps to give it a name Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Just our, our human brains. It's I say writing it's it, writing things down really helps solidify the thing and putting yeah. it into your body, putting it into your spirit. Absolutely. Um, if you can give um, anybody one tip or like oh, whether it's a kriya or um, one other little tip to take for the road um, before we go, what would you what would you be? given out you know i would say if i had to do if i had to pick one kriya i would probably give you my secret sauce and my secret sauce is gyan chakra Mm. and i you know what's funny is it's been the most transformational it's a staple but it's a good staple but it is like it is fire i will link gyan chakra in the notes of the episode so you can click on it and see what it is what do you feel personally for gyan chakra well, it, it absolutely was massively transformational for me. When mm-hmm. I was really doing it very consistently a couple of years back, it within a calendar year, my entire life changed. So mm-hmm. me and my boyfriend, who was like, we were kind of struggle, struggle bus boyfriend, everything worked itself out. I mean, lo and behold, we're now married. (laughs) So, but very quickly, within a calendar year, probably even closer to six months, we actually got engaged. We we got married within six months. We got a house, like the perfect little house for us. We, I got a new car and he got a new car within a month. 
Um, it's a lot. Different transactions. And I got a huge promotion at work. I got a massive raise. Uh, he actually got a job offer for something that he wasn't even qualified in. It wasn't even his field. So, like, our life really did wow a lot. level fast. And it's one of these funny, funny things, speaking of self-sabotage, that I've told this story a bazillion times as I teach this, you know, meditation a bit in classes. And it occurred to me one day as I'm sitting there telling it for, like, the bazillionth time, you know, why do you not do this every day? I know. <laughs> so I've started doing it every yeah, day. Yeah, I think about that sometimes. So it's like... It's so obvious, yeah. you know? Yeah, know, like, I don't know. So I'm doing it every day. This is my public accountability. I started we're on 11, gonna, 11. We're all, Yeah, we're all going to message you at 11, yeah. 11 be like, you doing it? Yeah, <laughs> totally doing it. Totally sticking with it. Um, so that's, that's really the secret sauce. But honestly, even if you don't have a daily practice or if that's not where you're at right now, take five minutes for yourself. No phone. No phone, no, nothing specific. I don't think it has to be anything specific. I think it can be whatever works for you, but really allowing yourself five minutes to disconnect from everything and everyone and -hmm. just, you know, be with yourself. So whether it's like in a bubble bath or on a walk or just sitting in your floor and feeling your breath going into your body, the five minute thing is like a non-negotiable. That's a, that's a Mm -hmm. minimum. Yeah. (laughs) So... That's good. I think that's really important. And I think for many people that I come in contact with, five minutes is a big shift. Yeah. From zero minutes. Yeah. Of like Mm -hmm. just completely being just like sitting and having a breath. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Well, where can people find you? How can people get a hold of you? What's what's all the things, all the details? Find me all over the place at wellevation.co. So that's my, not com, no M. Yeah, don't put the M on there. Don't put the M. It autofills all the time. <laughs> Darn it. Um, but yeah, wellevation.co. My email's hello at wellevation.co. And, um, Instagram? Instagram. I don't really do Facebook, but, you know, like. It's there. Whatever. It's there if you're a Facebooker. Um, but yeah, find me. And If you're interested in any of the, like, the if you're interested in epigenetics, like, you can ask me questions about my experience or you just message her about it. It's such a cool experience and all of the, the hypnotherapy and all that good stuff. Lindsay's a wonderful resource for all of that. Thank you so much my for pleasure. coming and chatting with us and for having your, um, letting us see your aura um, growth. You know, this has absolutely been a delight, and there's no one I'd rather nerd out with over Aura Talk than you. So thanks for having me. Yay. It's always such a such an insightful mm-hmm. time with you, truly. Yay. Thank <laughs> you. You're welcome. All right. Thanks again for listening to today's episode of the Orology Podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's talk with Lindsay LaCrage from wellovation.co.com. If you want to see her aura photograph and the growth in her aura, just go to our Instagram. And it is at underscore auraology underscore. And you will find it right there somewhere on the timeline. She's a very beautiful lady. Can't miss her, but it'll be linked in the episode notes. Have a good one. And, um, have I told you you look great today? I don't think so, but you do. Okay. Bye.